What's good world? It's your boy Mastermind Man. And it is a new year to talk about a bunch of new stuff that's gonna be dropping. And look, if this is your very first time, I advise you to go back to previous episodes. Cause I dive deep into a lot of stuff here in gaming. Xbox, deep dive in it. PlayStation, deep dive in it. Nintendo, deep breakdowns and deep dive in it. Bunch of things, man. So, um, we got a new Xbox coming out this year. We got PlayStation 5 coming out this year. Uh, who knows what Nintendo may even do this year. Like, we may get a sneak peek of something Nintendo may be working on. Mmm, I don't know. What are they gonna do? <laughs> we got mobile gaming is getting even better. Like, look at the thing, like, cloud gaming. None of this stuff is going to really, like, take off take off until, like, 2021. Um, because, I mean, it's going to come out at the end of 2020, you feel me? So, you ain't gonna be, we ain't going to be able to see too, too much. It's gonna, things going to really get heated up in the middle of uh, a couple, couple months after the launch. You know what I'm saying? A lot of beautiful games. That's when you really get deep into the power of next generation consoles. But man, what uh, what you gonna do, man? We got so many hitters coming out still for the current gen uh, gaming. We got new Final Fantasy coming out. Uh, we got Last of Us 2 coming out. We got Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, these are just ones just hot off my mind that I can think of right now that I'm definitely anticipating for. Uh, we got the new Resident Evil remake, um, Resident Evil 3. Um, that's going to be exciting to see, you know, beautiful remake what they did on 2. So, so I, I can't wait for 3. Like, no more need to be said about that. Um, shoot, man. More more things that we got. We got CES coming up dropping in a couple more weeks um getting room, more rumors about the, the Grand Theft Auto like it's so much stuff gonna be popping out for 2020 man so many amazing games and beautiful things is gonna be happening this year man uh but this is the Real Gamer Podcast uh hashtag that RGTV baby we'll be back for more yeah now we rock man be bouncing back and forth coming in here throughout the month doing a couple deep drops and, and just talking gaming man period you feel me i'll be right back stay tuned what's good world it's your boy mastermind man and this is the weekday drop listen man it's been a lot going on even at the beginning of 2020 kind of hectic and crazy man it's kind of hard to kind of focus on gaming when you know all this chaos in the world is going on oh man we got missiles man we got we got hurricanes we got fires we got earthquakes it's, it's stuff going on everywhere man but um it's crazy man uh just hope everybody safe out there keep your head up stay focused and up to some gaming man it's a couple stuff i want to come in and talk about um been so caught up with the world man it's been hard for me to kind of come in here uh, but uh, I've been looking at CES, a bunch of stuff going on at CES, uh, PS5 logo, like, oh, let me let me just jump into that real fast, the PS5 logo, 
I wasn't expecting nothing huge. I need I I didn't even know they was going like before I did uh, before I read the rumors and before uh, CES came out whatever. I didn't even know they was going to do like a reveal of the logo. I'm like, man, the logo is going to be the exact same what it always been. That's technically not a logo, it's just a couple of fronts. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know, but it's, it's PlayStation. I mean, it looks like PlayStation logo. Like, it looked exactly the same. So, I wasn't I expecting that big for that, man. But speaking of uh, PlayStation, man, I, I'm now this I didn't see coming. PlayStation, uh, well, Sony making a car. I didn't see that one coming. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, Sony got a car. It almost looked like it looked like a Tesla from the front, but for Sony to have a car and with that whole uh, 3D immersed sound they got all in the car, that's what I'm really interested in. And the panoramic view, like on the dashboard, in the, in the passenger seat or whatnot, like in like the front dashboard, like I'm pretty interested in that too. Like that's all touchscreen. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty interested in that too, man. Um, I'm not sure if Sony can handle something like that. And the reason I say I'm not sure because, first of all, Sony does a very good job at gaming. They tried to get into the TV industry. They got out of it now. They're getting out of the whole PlayStation View thing. What makes you think they can handle a car uh, manufacturer line? Like cars, what about the car service? you gonna have like sony insurance or you're gonna have to like it's a lot of stuff that goes into a car you feel what i'm saying and for sony to be a game technology uh place i'm not too sure about that but the car looks good it looks good but you're getting into uncharted territory here now i may be too young to know all of sony history uh because i'm a 90s baby but um I don't remember Sony coming out with with nothing like this. I don't remember them coming out with no truck or no no car or anything like that. So if they did, hey, let me know. I'm probably too young to even know if Sony came out with something like that back in the day. I'm not sure. Uh, but for them to come out with a car, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. I really don't know how to feel about that one. Because, I mean, you, you see you see Tesla already, they already have problems with, you know what I'm saying, manufacturing the cars for us, like, you know, if something go wrong with the car, something go bad with the car, you got to deal with them directly. And that is a, that's a con to Tesla, but I love Tesla, but that's a con. Like, we need to be able to get our cars uh, fixed and looked at from any, you need, you need multiple dealerships. And I feel like Sony is going to have that same burden. You know how to deal with Sony directly when it comes to their car. No, they, they, that need to be fixed. Now, if they got that under control and if they got that fixed, then I can see, okay, Sony may be talking about something. They may be going somewhere then. So that's pretty interesting. Um, the Sony car, man, that, that was definitely, I wasn't expecting that. Um, we, 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 let me get back into rumors. Uh, we're getting more rumors about uh, the Nintendo Switch Pro. We may see a Switch Pro probably mid-2020. Um, now, look, again, go back to the podcasts, bro. Go back to the old podcast, the old 2019 podcasts. I've been speaking about Nintendo Pro, the, the Switch Pro. They're going to have to, bro. If they don't, then, I mean, they're going to have to. And the reason I say they're going to have to 
this will have to be the year what switch came out in uh what 2016 2017 one of those one of those years i'm not sure but one of those now the way technology span is very fast so the whole six-year lifespan that's out of the door nintendo never really followed by the whole six-year lifespan anyway they can always go like three four years uh and especially the way technology is going that's just how it is and i feel like you know what i'm saying they're gonna have to come out with a switch pro uh, make it a full-blown console, but still keep it like you know, like Switch is. But you're gonna have to give us better. You're gonna have to give us better graphics. And I'm hold that thought. And uh, I seen something else at CES. It's like a, a prototype of the Alienware. Got something where it's kind of like the Switch. Now that was very impressive. Now I seen that, and I'm like, oh, that is the Switch Pro. Switch has to have HD graphics, full-blown HD graphics like that. That looks good before it's the big and bulky i don't like that but the graphics on that alienware uh, that 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 dell alienware look like a switch and you can take the joystick joy cons off like a switch that is amazing i was not expecting for dell to kind of do that and i mean i know alienware makes some really good gaming computers and i think i was just speaking before i was like well pc gaming what you gonna do because you got ps5 got the xbox and you know you know you know with the cloud gaming and everything games is mostly like on the go and don't want to be carrying around a big old bulky laptop or whatnot a laptop and kind of switch the game up on uh alienware with this portable uh game now it's not for sure they're gonna come out with it right now i think they're just kind of testing the waters out at ces and then they kind of do that a lot at ces thinking of the one plus i'll speak about that a little bit later but they kind of just testing the waters with it but when i seen it when i seen like them playing the games on those games look really good on it like nintendo has to go hard and it has to be this year and what do i mean of going hard you also you got a playstation i mean not PlayStation. you got a uh, pokemon uh direct event coming up uh, by the time you hear this it'll be out but they're gonna be talking about some new pokemon or whatever hopefully we get an ad on look nintendo let me let me drill down on nintendo what nintendo gonna have to do Nintendo gonna have to start uh, continue what they're doing with third party and first party games. Continue that, but really double down on your 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 games that that's already out. For example, Super Smash Brothers. They doubled down on it. They're still releasing content for it. They still got characters and stuff coming out for it. That's what they need to do. Now for games like Pokemon, give us more content. If you add more content onto that Pokemon game. Kind of like a free DLC or something. Like, hey, here's Elite Four. All the things that you took out of that Pokemon game, uh, and and if you can add it to this one or give us some new stuff. I'm not talking about no no bullshit camp play. Here's some new toys. No, I'm talking about some full blown gym battles, story mode added on to the Pokemon game. You have to double down on your games that got you here. Games like, uh, uh, again. Super Smash Brothers, Mario, and again with Mario Maker, they double down on that. They have to continue doing what they've already been doing. They've been doing a good job at it. Now they need to double down and continue doing this stuff. Because this year is going to have to be the year for it. Make Pokemon content. If when it, By the time this Pokemon uh, Direct thing come out, I hope they announce hey, Pokemon Sword and Shield, we got some new free, uh, free uh, DLC, some new content coming out for you. Here you go, download it's coming out today. That's what they need to do. It's a lot of stuff they took out of this Pokemon that they, they should have left and would have made this Pokemon 
the best. My opinion is still the best, my opinion. Uh, but it is some things that they took out of his Pokemon that kind of messed it up. But at the same time, still love it. But you have to add on more content. Graphics. We know that, um, you know, NVIDIA, the NVIDIA Shield, they got a newer version that's using uh, a better chip that has the better graphics or whatnot. Uh, Nintendo can kind of capitalize off that since they're using that particular chip inside the Switch. And if they don't do that, then put a, come out with a new, a new Switch or whatever and add a new chip in there. Go a completely different route. But you have to give us better graphics. And I'm not talking about full 1080p uh, at times, 60 frames at times. No, I'm talking about out the gate shooting, ready to go full, full 1080p, 4K on a lot of the games, 60 frames, all of the times, at least at 1080p. You're going to have to come hard, man, because honestly, my opinion is um, 1080p for 2020, anything that's coming out 20, uh, 2020 and it's talking about 1080p, I don't want to hit it. I want to hear that. We got 8K already trying to pop pop his head in, in the mix. I want everything to be 4K. Everything need to be focused on 4K and looking like at least close to that. You're going to have to have some HDR. You're going to have to have something dealing with some type of 4K. 1080p is out. Don't even speak to me about 1080p. Nintendo, you're going to have to go hard on these things. So graphics is, is another one. Uh, keep the, the forest your load your load time and those things are Nintendo do a perfect job at that and the reason they do a perfect job at that is because of those the, the size of the game the chip that chip you can power the game off uh, kind of like a sleep mode where they're in the middle of which I was in the middle of a fight fighting a Pokemon boom 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 had to go somewhere oh let me put it to sleep put it to sleep the next day I come back exactly where I left off at less than like a minute like that is perfect now if playstation and xbox can pull something off like that with their games ooh, it's gonna get good but um nintendo need to focus on that continue just focus on the things that they already got down packed and push it even harder for the pro that's what's gonna make nintendo switch pro uh a really a good thing in 2020 i wouldn't say a game changer but a good thing because something's going to hold everybody up. PlayStation still got X amount of games coming out here in 2020 for the PS4. Xbox still is going to be sitting in the cut, planning and, and progressing on their uh, Xbox X. Not the Series X, but just the Xbox X. Because remember, the Xbox X is still the better looking console for its graphics. Still has the better graphics uh, in this generation. Even though it's like technically next gen, but it still has the better graphics. X do um, so Xbox will still be kind of doing their little thing and um, Nintendo also uh, get back to the these lines of things doubling down on games keeping the graphics not just halfway but keeping the graphics full go full throttle on the game man you got to all this shit that's going on in the world ain't no telling we gonna ain't no telling the world gonna even be here by the end of this year with 2020 I mean by, by the end of uh, when, by the time PlayStation 5 release ain't no telling man all this shit is going on Go full throttle on these games, man. I'm talking about don't hold nothing back, man. I'm talking about go all the way in with it, man. Look, so that's what Nintendo going to do, man. And um, see, I said graphics, low, low time. Uh, they gonna have to get better at online uh, service too. The online service for the cloud, they have to, they have that's that's where they need to. That's where their weak point is. 
cloud services and um, just for us like moving your game, your load and your save data, data back and forth. They, they need to get that situated without the cloud because even if you don't have a PlayStation Plus membership, you can still, I'm not sure on Xbox because I don't have an Xbox, but with PlayStation, even if you don't have a membership, you can still like save your data and your data is still, you can still move your data or whatnot. So, I mean, Nintendo really need to get that under control, get that situated. They're doing a much better job with third, third parties and first party. Uh, games and whatnot, so that's a good thing. Um, for it's like the Alienware holding that big old Alienware in your hand, that is a problem, but again, that's just a concept. So, hopefully, Nintendo can kind of I think they already kind of learned from that when they came out with the light. The light is a more of something you can, you know, hold in your hand, your hand don't get tired of holding it, but the normal switch, you get kind of tired of holding that. But so, you know, um, with the Pro, um, they need to not keep it like the light because the light can't go to your television, but have it something like the light, but still able to go to your television. And, and if you do this, if you do this, Nintendo, check this out. If you do a handheld and you give us full 1080p graphics, when it go to that TV, I'm going to need you to push that to 4K. It's 2020. I told you, and we don't need to hear no more 1080p. That shit is 10 years ago. 1080p has been out. We don't want to hear that no more. 8K is in here, man, and it's here to stay. 4K is just now kind of getting everything together, and everything need to be 4K now. I don't want to hear nothing else 1080p. So Nintendo got to get that down packed, man. Um, OnePlus at the CES... Um, what they did with that phone with, with the cameras or whatnot how the camera hide in the back disappears or whatnot that is magnificent i love that whatever whatever uh the one plus eight if they do something like that the one plus eight that's that's gonna be pretty dope that that's pretty that's pretty amazing how the, all those cameras hide out like that i thought that was very amazing um it was something else i seen where they was playing on a phone uh, but they they had like a joystick attached to it and it looks almost like the switch now a lot of stuff hands here handheld wise and mobile gaming is starting to look a little bit like like you're holding a switch in your hand i i didn't see an alien where to see is i didn't see something else they was holding with with a mobile mobile phone in it and you can take it out and the damn thing looked like a switch joy con so I mean, it's a lot of stuff looking like the Switch. Look, Nintendo, I hope you're taking notes at the CES, man. I hope you're taking notes, and I hope you're learning from this stuff and contemplating on releasing uh, a, a Nintendo Switch Pro. Ooh, you know, it's gonna be real dope. They come out with a, a Switch Pro and drop um, Breath of the Wild 2 at lunch with the Pro. PlayStation, what? Xbox, what? We ain't even thinking about you no more. We'll think about you when it's calm, when it comes time. But if Nintendo do that, that's what I'm talking about. Going all the way in, going heavy with it. You gotta go all the way in. And something else that games need to kind of they they've done it. They tested the waters with it. They've done it before, but I feel like they need to continue to do it. Smash Brothers is a perfect example how they bring multiple characters from different universes. That Final Fantasy game where they did the fine version on PSP, that was the best one. Then they tried to bring it back out for PS4 and it sucked. They need to do that. What I mean by that, let me elaborate. 
bringing more of the characters from these different universes that's still on the ecosystem into one game. I can see myself uh, playing, you know, hmm, let's just let me see if I think of an example. I can see myself playing a Legend of Zelda or a Mario game with Link in it. Or some some type of way Link has miraculously just teleported into this world, kind of like what they used to do with Soul Calibur. How somehow, you know, Nintendo had Link, uh, the Xbox had, uh, what's the the, the spar, what's, I can't think of that superhero name. Uh, I can't think of his name at the moment, but um, PlayStation had, they had the Tekken fighter. And even with Tekken now, they're starting to do that too. Like I said, games and tested out and they've done it before, but I want to see more games do that. That'd be a great thing. Um, yeah, PlayStation had the Tekken guy, that's right. Yeah, they had the Tekken guy. So if they can mix these characters in these different games that's on the same ecosystem of these games, that'd be dope. I feel like that'd be um, a plus for whoever does that and continue to do it on multiple games. Like, hey, this is to, to finish this part of the story or to know what happened before this happened, you have to buy the other game. And the other game is the other character, but it's their, it's their point of view, it's their main story. So if they was to do something like that, that can be pretty dope. And also, if the Pro, the Switch Pro, can launch with the new Metroid, Breath of the Wild 2, whew, that's it right there. There you go. Nintendo, I just gave you a nice highlight of what you need to do to succeed and get PlayStation and Xbox out of our thoughts for at least a minute. Because if they launch the Switch Pro with all those things I just said, focusing on those things, and even a, a, a new way of innovative technology which i'm pretty sure i wouldn't be surprised if they don't or they do because i'm looking forward to nintendo is always like thinking of a new way to kind of bridge the gap in innovative technology that'd be the first ones to do something like hey you can now pull up your game uh, a virtual part of your game or your hand or something i don't know nintendo has always done a great job at moving the envelope forward but still not being the best console or whatever in their generation they've always been able to do that and going back to the switch pro what would make the switch pro the best and what would just make the switch pro just what they need to do playing backwards capability for all your games that is the key i almost forgot about that why is that the key because xbox is doing it new xbox drop in december and you're able to play all of these Xbox, all the Xbox games here, Nintendo, you have to do that. That is important that you do that. PlayStation is, is trying to play catch up because they should have made the PS4 backwards capability. I don't want to hear none of that cloud shit that you're going to pay me for. I'm not going to pay for something and I got all of these games that you're telling me to play for the PlayStation. Now I got all those games, a physical copy right here and I can't play it on my PS4. No, I'm not going to pay for that. So I don't want to hear that. Nintendo, you have to do backwards capability. With all Nintendo games. Uh, I'm talking about there has to be some type of way we can put a disc in. Keep keep the disc option. Because you know the Switch don't have that. They're completely cartridges. Keep the disc option. Keep the cartridge arch, uh, option. Because if you do that. And even if you don't have us playing backwards capability. At the launch of the Switch Pro. You give us that option. 
you have the option open for gamers later on in the release of that console. So if you give a, if you give people options and just let people know, hey, we're going to be working on something really uh, special for the for, for the fans in the future. That's why the CD drive is there. Don't worry about it right now, but that's why the CD drive is there. If you tell us something like that, I'd appreciate that. But if you have to make the consoles has to now start coming out backwards capability. That is an important thing. From the beginning of this podcast, I've always talked about PlayStation messed up by not making their stuff backwards capability. These consoles, they mess up, period, when they don't make their games backwards capability. People has these games and they invest in these games. And when a new console come out, you expect us to just throw these games away or just uh, sell them or whatnot? No. Some of us are collectors. We are gamers, meaning we keep all our old games. So that means when I buy a new console, I want to one day be able to play this new game. My little brother, my sister, my daughter, my son or whatever. You have to give us these options and stop taking these options away from us. That's what make uh, I feel like if if a con- even if someone don't like the console, let's say if you let's just say if you're someone that don't even play games anymore. But I guarantee you, if you hear a new Nintendo that's coming out, that's backwards capability with all Nintendo platforms, I guarantee you that person will buy it. Because Nintendo has a catalog of, of characters out the ass. I'm talking about multiple generations of gamers that played Nintendo from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. So with those generations, even if you don't like gaming and it's backwards capability, you mean to tell me I can play my old, I can play this old Mario I used to play on uh, classic Nintendo or this old Mario that was on 64 I can play this on this new 2020 console and I can take it on the go with me man look that is people want that that is what people want and for the for, for the for the small things like the GameCube it, those those small discs the 64 those big cartridges I'm not saying put all that on your console but give us a digital copy if you can give us, it, it, some, you know, it, some of us don't mind rebuying this stuff, but um, give us a digital copy. Make this stuff um, optional and make it available for gamers. You have to make the backwards capability is key for for any console. I don't care PC it for Xbox, but it is key. It is key, and I feel like I already gave you my uh, expertise on why I feel like Xbox is going to have 2020 because they're making the console best capability for all of the Xbox that is key and cross platform that was key now they're doing that those are key things not only will I be able to play all my old games but I can play with my Playstation friends and my Nintendo friends let me just go ahead and get this console I no need for me to get no other console those are key factors that's going to make a console uh, better than the next so those things has to be done um so if Nintendo was to, uh, and I feel like for the whole cloud situation, they can get that fixed uh, like overnight. But I mean, I don't really know how Japan uh, analytics and cloud gaming or whatever is kind of working out over there. I'm not really sure how that works out over there, what they're doing, who's over that. But um, I feel like they can get that shit fixed, fixed like right away. Um, and you know, if Nintendo. To, to make all these games backwards capability and for you to give us the option to play these old games you're going to get that situated first because if if Nintendo think about Nintendo think, what if Nintendo was set up 
kind of like how PlayStation Store was set up. Like, I was looking at the Nintendo Store. Uh, I couldn't really find... I wanted to buy... I wanted to rebuy Wind Waker. I got Wind Waker on GameCube. I wanted to rebuy for the Switch. It's not there. Can't find it nowhere. The store sucks. The Nintendo Store sucks. If their store was kind of like PlayStation... And I mentioned PlayStation because PlayStation store, PlayStation got their, their stores. They got a lot of stuff in their store. I can't speak for Xbox because I don't own an Xbox. PlayStation, I can't speak for. They got a lot of stuff in their store. Classic games, new games, games not even out yet. You get to just read the description, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's there. You search for it, it's there. How all that stuff works is computers. Now look. Nintendo. I'm not sure who's over your, your cloud gaming or whatever, who's over your service, your computer services, but I'm going to need y'all to fix y'all store. I'm going to need y'all to get that cloud situated because if you're going to come out with a pro and if you do make, make it backwards capability with all the Nintendo games, those things has to be fixed because trying to play an old 64 game on the cloud, I just bought whatever and you give me some type of error, I'm going to be an angry fan, an angry customer. So I need you to get that fixed. But that is a deep dive in my thoughts Nintendo right now. It's so much I can say about Nintendo. I'm not even done yet. Wait a minute. Um, the whole thing with mobile. Nintendo's doing a good job at working with mobile gaming. And it's another thing. Um, and remember when Xbox was like, uh, you can basically use your Xbox instead of like, let's say, uh, how, how can I put this? instead of playing the xbox on your mobile phone or whatever trying to is dialing out reaching for a cloud computer you can use your xbox at your home as the one kind of like a remote station pretty much so i mean that's a good thing nintendo take notes so nintendo's doing a good job with the mobile the mobile gaming also how they got mario on ios and android so they're keeping those options open just in case if Nintendo consoles just ship, just 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 ship, and it's just Titanic just flood, and it just don't do good at all. They're still in the run with mobile gaming. They still they still got a hand there. So that's a good thing, um, and I feel like they need to double down on it. Again, I was doubling down on all these things and making all this stuff happen, man. Because um, if imagine. You're playing your Nintendo game. Two of you all, Nintendo do a, good, a great job with couch co-op. They do a better job than Xbox and PlayStation at couch co-op games. They still do that. That's good. Keep that. You and your friend on the couch playing a Nintendo game. Somebody come over. Ooh, I got this Mario Kart on my mobile phone. Maybe I can play with you guys. Cross-platforming with mobile games. That is the next key thing that all games need to focus on. I'm going to say it again cross-platforming with mobile gaming. Me playing my mobile game and seeing someone else on the big screen playing their game, we got the same game, I can play with you all. Perfect. Games need to do that. They need to focus on that. That need to be a key factor in 2020. And I feel like Nintendo need to be the first to do it. They need to be the first to do that. If they're doing that already, somebody let me know, whatever. Remember, I'm shooting directly off the dome. I ain't reading no articles, no nothing. Nintendo need to be the first to do that. That'll be a key, a key factor for uh, Switch Pro. I'm, I'm done diving deep into Switch Pro because there's so many things I can say. I can dive deep into the technology. There's so many things that, that, that can be pointed out 
what they need to do. But um, let's see, what else I, I wanted to talk about in, in uh, CES? CES, man, with these 8K uh, TVs, I want to I want to speak about that for a little bit. These 8K TVs, man, 4K is is just kind of really getting into the consumer market and kind of just now getting into everyone's homes. Uh, 8K is now here. It's uh, it's not in retail anything, but it's now here, and they got so many freaking 8K TVs. I'm like. When does it stop? <laughs> How better can these graphics get on these TVs? How better can these graphics get on video games? When does the K stop? <laughs> 12K, 16K, like when does it stop? And these 8K TVs, they, I don't really know how they look, look, because when you're looking at it, you know, through your phone or on television or whatever, through YouTube or whatever, you can't really see the the true uh, visual effects of that. <laughs> You be watching CES, you be like, ooh, the TV look nice. Ooh, it, it comes up, it slide up. They be like, you can see the full details in this, in this tiger right here. Look at the stripes on it. I don't see none of that, bro. <laughs> I don't see none of that. I can't see. I see the details, but it doesn't look like what you're looking at it when you're looking at it in person. So, I, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trashing the 8K TVs or anything, but I'm just like, man, all these damn TVs. I see all these 8K TVs. That's like eight thousand dollars. <laughs> you're better off, man, just saving your money, man, for a 4K OLED. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna spend uh, a couple thousand on a TV, you might as well do that with a 4K OLED. Cause waiting for an 8K or trying to spend that money on an 8K. Is going this gonna be a, a thing you don't want to do unless you're just stupid rich? Um, because first of all, they don't even have 8K content out. I think YouTube is the only person that has 8K content out. Uh, yeah, it's barely even 4K content out now. 4K content just now really like making its way into a lot of movies and shows, or whatever. Right now, and you talking about 8K? That's crazy, man. But um. What else at CES? Uh, the, the Sony car was was a shocker. The PS5 logo, uh, nothing to really talk about. Uh, they they did show like the the thing where you know not full details of the PS5, but like you know special solid state, uh, the 3D sound, the vibration in the uh, controller, whatever, blah blah. Nothing really new. So I mean, it, it's some new stuff, but nothing like okay, nothing we, we don't know already. We already knew that stuff. And I'm pretty interested in, in the 3D sound, what they're going to do with that. And I feel like it's going to be amazing because they're putting that shit in the car. Y'all almost got some really good technology. If the same like 3D immersive sound that you're saying you got is going to be in a car and your next console. Oh, I'm pretty interested. <laughs> it must be pretty. It must sound really good if you're going to put that joint in the car. <laughs> So uh, that, that's pretty interesting, man. I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about this super SSD they got that's going to be in the PS5 because the load time on these games, man, is ridiculous. If they can make the load time like the Switch. Oh, man, what a great day in gaming it could be. The, the load time on these games is so slow. And if they make this load time fast on this PS5, like I think they will, we're gonna see how super your SSD is. I can't wait to see this, man. Um, something else I want to come in here and speak about. I think that's really about it for right now, man. Um, I'll be back in here, man. Y'all know how we shoot fresh off the hip, man. Weekend, weekday drops. 
know, y'all be safe out there, man. And game on, man. I'll be diving deep into some more stuff. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Go watch some more of this CES. What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind, man. And look, this is the weekend drop more like the weekday, but it's really the weekend. Look, man, I want to come here and touch on just a couple things, man. And we're going to come back for a weekday drop. Uh, but y'all know how we rock, you know, throughout the month. But listen, man, I told you so. Told you so. Oh, the baby's in the background. Tell her what's up. She's live on the show. I told you so with the Pokemon release, the new DLC. Um, I was hoping it was going to be free. Um, you know, it's not free. But, you know, at least we're getting some type of add-on content for a great game. And, look, I told you so. I told you so. Man, look, Nintendo. Y'all, that's a that's a great move. That's a great move. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not too mad. I was hoping it was going to be free. I'm not too mad that we got to pay for it. Because, shit, it's a classic game. And, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people love it. Man, I love it. Personally, I love it. Um, so, you know, I can't be too mad that you got to pay for it. But I was hoping for a free DLC. But from the mere fact that Nintendo is doubling down on games, like I said before, with Super Smash Bros. You see what they did with Super Smash Bros. All these characters, they add on. This is the ultimate. Like, if they double, triple, quadruple down on their games, their characters, their ecosystem of the game, Nintendo is a powerful person to go up in the ring against just that ideal of concept that's where xbox i feel like that's where they're starting to learn from new xbox hold up i'm coming right back to nintendo and the pokemon new xbox the backwards capability with all microsoft games uh xbox the very first xbox game you know what i'm saying like the very first xbox system up to the next one like that's good that's capability all the way now I see Xbox basically focusing down, doubling down on their ecosystem of games. Nintendo has the opportunity and has been kind of doing Super Smash Brothers, focusing on these games, bringing in these more characters, adding on to the game. If God of War would have had a DLC that we have to pay for, hey, give it to them for free, hey, that'd be dope. Doubling down on the game. God War didn't do that. Um, but just the idea of doubling uh, Assassin, not Assassin Creed. Assassin Creed also did it. Uh, but Uncharted is another game that also did it. So doubling down on these games, focusing on their ecosystem of their own games. I feel like Xbox is about to capitalize on it. Really good how Nintendo capitalizing on this Pokemon move they just made. We got a DLC for Pokemon, man. Look, I called it and I told you we was going to have some type of DLC or something for Pokemon. And the mere fact that they're adding on, what, over 100 or over 200 Pokemon, that's great. Um, got new, new new people to face. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, a whole nother little island. Legendary Pokemon? Like, it's a, wait a minute. That list of legendary Pokemon that i seen, we even got some new ones on there. Say no more. Listen, go look at the video. Go look at the video of the new Pokemon DLC release. If you play, uh, play if you play Sword and Shield, 
and you're very familiar with it and you are a fan of Pokemon that is a great move that Nintendo is making so shout out to Nintendo for making that move I really hope they uh, continue to do more stuff like that you know what I'm saying yeah, now we rock, man. Just deep, deep diving in a lot of this stuff, man. CES, I bet to talk about a little bit more of that. Uh, you heard my thoughts about, you know, the portable mere fact that where uh, if PlayStation was to do something like that, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you're gonna have to be mobile. You know what I'm saying? So um, if they if they double down on the mobile market, like Nintendo has done with Mario Run, iOS, uh, Pokemon Go, on all of these platforms yeah that's pokemon but pokemon is tied to what nintendo so therefore they're here in indulging with the mobile community so if um you know if we can see some crash bandicoot or something on our phone hmm, something like mario hmm, i don't know playstation still got moves that they can kind of cook up and jump into the arena at any time because playstation also has a good category of characters characters meaning games so, you know, um, it's going to be a great year, man. You know how we rocking, man. Deep diving. That's the weekend drop. We'll be back for more. Shouts out to the baby that's in the background. <laughs> started coming here late at night when I heard about it. Final Fantasy, man. Final Fantasy 7. Y'all pushing that back? Hold up, man. Hold up, hold up. Y'all pushing that back, bro? Why are y'all pushing that back? I retweeted it on Twitter uh, saying the reason why they were pushed back. They sent out like a little page, a paragraph saying the reason why, whatever. We're sorry, but we feel like the game's not ready. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, what are you doing? But look, man. The month of April, we got some amazing games coming out. So you got the Final Fantasy 7. Uh, push back until April now. Ain't no telling. They probably push it back again. I feel like it's Kingdom Hearts. They did the same thing with Kingdom Hearts when Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, finally came out. They kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. And we getting that now with Final Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy 7, man, is... I really hope it's good. I, I know it's going to be good. But we said the same thing about Kingdom Hearts 3. And it been pushed back. The anticipation was up so high. It's been pushed back, man, and I feel like, you know what I'm saying, like, man, I hate when they keep pushing games back like that. Now, if it's for, like, like legitimate reasons, like, hey, the game is, like, super, super buggy, and, like, you know what I'm saying, you see that the fans won't be happy with it, uh, that's okay. But if the game is not buggy, the game playing fine, like, you probably won't release it because you feel like the date is wrong or just some none none good reason then that's a problem but the anticipation is still high for final fantasy i just hate that they pushed it back man but the month of april gonna be exciting we got the resident evil we got final fantasy uh what last of us come out in april too if i'm not mistaken i'm not sure they, they didn't push that game back sometimes i don't know i'm not i forgot the release date for that i stopped keeping up with it because anticipation is too high I'm like, oh, I can't keep up with it. I'm so hyped about it. And they want to just fly to the developer office and say, hey, give me your game. But um, that's coming out. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is another one I think that's coming out also in April. Uh, so April is going to be probably one of the biggest months of games, uh, of gaming. Um, 
it's pretty exciting, man. Uh, I seen some like some, some rumor pictures of uh, what well, it's more like fan concept art of the PS5. Um, it looks much better than what the developer kit looks like, and that's it's not gonna look like that, like the developer's kit. But this little fan art I've been seeing, a bunch of fan arts and stuff, look way better than developer uh, leaks we've been getting out, man. And speaking of leaks, man. We've been getting leaks about the OnePlus 8 for the longest. Now, OnePlus 8 is definitely confirmed because uh, they've uh, been been testing the waters with this 120 hertz. Now, this 100, uh, 120 hertz, man, 90 hertz is already like hmm, pretty fucking good on your phone. It looks good. You won't know until you actually look at it yourself and you have the phone in your hand. Now, 120 hertz. Whoa. I just got this uh, sound T, man. So I'm like, hey, yeah. Return this and give me that 120 hertz. That's what I definitely want. But that 120 hertz, man, it it, it even looks good uh, from like off the screen, like when you you just looking at it. But you won't really tell until you actually get your hands on it. That's one of those you got to kind of tell. And I will be back in here, man, talking about some more CES. I got to finish looking at some stuff. I've been kind of looking at it, then pausing it, then forgetting to come back and relook at it. But uh, I want to speak about like. Uh, TVs and stuff they've been showing at, at CES. I'll be back in here talking about that. Uh, we got probably, I was reading about some, um, like some new quantum dots or some new OLED or something going up against OLED or whatever. I want me an OLED so bad because the 4K TV that I have, I feel like it's not even 4K. It don't even look like it's 4K. Uh, at times it do, but eh, I got a Vizio in there, man. It's pushing out about uh, 240 hertz. And it's a uh, full 1080p and it's looking a little bit better than my 4k in there man so i'm really excited about oled oled of course has been out but uh when I, I speak about oled because of what they've all the oleds they've been showing at ces looks amazing and uh that the, was the tlc or the tcl whatever that 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 brand and the thing is the exciting thing about that particular brand they got some really cheap tvs and they're not bad at all uh, so and they have an OLED series it looks really good uh, so I, I'm making here kind of talking about some OLED stuff because I've been looking at a lot of TVs and uh, usually at CES man that's one of the biggest things like OLED TVs or, I mean well just TVs period um, 4K, 8K mostly really 8K this year um, so that's, that's pretty exciting and smart home um, one thing real quick I'm, I'm going to touch on a little smart home stuff I've seen some of the smart home stuff the smart home stuff is it's pretty exciting man but it's too overpriced and expensive if you really wish to like really build your home to like everything like smart home in it i seen something like a, like a water filtration system or some type of water system or something that you recycle water that's pretty dope but that's too much money and that would be nice to have in everyone's homes because especially like you know dealing with, with global warming and climate change whatever man all of this stuff man we really need to like change the way uh a lot of this stuff is like the normal of things like it, it's so deep man but that really caught my eye uh the recycling the water like that that's important man i think we all need that in everyone's homes and the smart homes man it's pretty exciting because you can make life easier and a lot more convenient with a lot of this stuff, man. Like, I've seen the, the, the smart home, uh, like, microwave and uh, 
the sink, the water, something you put in the water. They got one thing on the shower and it has a speaker built into the shower and you can take it out and use it as a portable speaker. Man, that shit was fire. Hey, man, that's dope. Give me that. How much? I don't want it no more. <laughs> so the smart home stuff is amazing, man. Google, Amazon, all of them are doing some amazing things. But the dark side to it is, you know what I'm saying, hackers and all of this stuff could be broken into and creepy people watching you through the, through the cameras and ring doorbells and all that. I think that's one of the key things they really have to kind of get under control. But smart home stuff is is, is pretty interesting, man. I love um, my, my home is halfway smart home with the light bulbs so, and all the little type stuff. Uh, but with the light bulbs and everything, that's pretty cool, man. A lot of stuff you change the kitchen smart refrigerators smart washers and dryers smart uh microwaves like it is the george the george jackson future it is definitely the future of living man i feel like everyone needed in their homes uh the way we build homes all of that need to change the way that uh the, the sewage systems uh, the, the water, all of that need to change, man, because we have so much technology that can make things better and more convenient, and the normal need to change. Uh, it just need to change, man. And But seeing CES gives you hope about a lot of the stuff in the future, and it's like, freaking flying taxis? Man, Uber got a freaking flying taxi. That's a sight, man. Like, that's, that's a future that you can really, like, okay, I, I hope we live to see this but uh mother earth is burning up right now we need to uh, make all of this stuff available for everyone because you make it available for everyone and make this stuff a lot more cheaper and put it in just the normal natural living things can uh smooth out a little bit better man people won't be so stretched out won't be dying over poison water and all the other bs man but uh that's my take on uh the smart home stuff in uh ces it, it gives you a bright future of hope of the future man and uh i think that's exciting man I'll be back in here talking about more CES stuff like the TVs and whatnot I was just speaking about. But um, yeah. But Final Fantasy getting pushed back to April. I don't know, man. I, I don't like that. But it's whatever. We'll be back, man. Y'all game on. Stay tuned. It's your boy Mastermind Mind. And look, man, real quick, I had to come in here and speak about this real fast, man. We got Final Fantasy being pushed back. We got Cyberpunk 2077 being pushed back. Why is all these games being pushed back? You want to hear what I got to say for that. So I'll be right back. Stay tuned for more. What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Man. And look, man, I told y'all I was coming back. I want to talk about a couple pushbacks. Um, I want to finish talking about CES. Um, I ain't going to hang too long on CES because CES is long gone and over with. But one thing I do want to come back and speak on. Oh, and uh, correction, I'm not sure if I said OLEDs, but I really meant QLEDs. You know, to my QLED, the QLED TV. Yeah, but um, the, the 8K series. <laughs> But uh, we we'll definitely want to come here and speak about um, the new um, the new 4K um, the new 4K game broadcast thing they had. Um, I definitely want to come in and speak about it. The 4K uh, 40 is it the 60s? Yeah, I think it's the 4K 60s. 
series of the uh, Elgato. Uh, that thing is amazing to where you don't need a computer. But guess what? The price is like $400. So, yeah, I got really excited but when I seen that. I was like, man, that's perfect. I need that because my computer, I have to get me another computer. So, that's why I haven't been broadcasting as much because I got all these old games and classic games I want to broadcast. But my computer sounds like a damn jet engine and I can't currently broadcast at the moment. And uh, especially some of that, uh, that Pokemon Nintendo Switch, I want to broadcast some of that. But again, my computer sounds like a jet. So that new uh, 4K 60S, I think it's called the 60S. I may be wrong. I may have to come back and correct that. But uh, the new 4K 60S Elgato, uh, that thing runs without a computer, which is amazing. And that's something I may have to save up and invest in. Uh, they showed that it at uh, CES, so that's going to be a great thing. Uh, moving on, man, because I, I definitely want to come here and touch on a bunch of stuff. We um we we still getting rumors about a, a Nintendo Switch Pro. Look, I already told y'all about that. Go back and listen to the podcast. I'm not gonna repeat myself. I keep doubling down and talking about what they're gonna have to do to make uh, Nintendo Switch Pro. What they're gonna have to do to make it stand out in this current generation of consoles that's about to come out. Uh, we we get more rumors on that. Uh, more PS5 rumors. We may get a reveal of the PS5 in February. That's right around the corner. That's like two weeks from now. That's right around the corner. So uh, that's going to be exciting. And I, I was reading something that said they may even release it in October. Ooh, we get a PS5 release in October. If they get a, a early release date before the Xbox X series, that'll be good. And the reason why that'll be good it's the mere fact that Xbox got uh, the X Cloud and a bunch of other stuff they got going on. And, and I already look, I already told y'all this year, Xbox, <clears throat> this is going to be Xbox year. I still feel like this is going to be Xbox year. And next year, going to be Xbox year. But if PlayStation released the PS5 in October, that's going to put PlayStation kind of like back in the top the top tier of the console's war and the reason I say that is because you're looking at next generation of gaming early before the holidays um, so that, that that's a plus that's, that's a plus because for the mere fact that they're talking about the PS5 balance capability with all of the PlayStation games that's a plus they do that we know it's going to be backwards capability with the ps4 you'll be able to use the ps4 joystick and see a lot of this stuff is still just you know what i'm saying they haven't came out and just said laid it out and said hey this is what it's going to be doing a lot of this stuff is just really over the internet people talking about it assumptions and rumors or whatever but again i've kind of already been predicting a lot of this stuff and been telling y'all since day one look playstation gonna have to learn from xbox because what Xbox is about to do is going to be big, man. You mean tell me they're focusing on an ecosystem of gaming tied to their ecosystem. Like backwards capability from the beginning of Xbox. And you can use your current Xbox joystick. That means I don't have to go out and buy new joysticks because joysticks is already $60, $70 a pop. So if PlayStation can learn from that 
and make the PlayStation backwards capability with all of the PlayStations, that's a plus. Want to know why that's a plus? Because PlayStation been in the game way longer than Xbox. So we're talking about PS1. Classic games. I'm just going to name a couple games that's been stepping down into each generation. Crash Bandicoots. Back in PS1. Even though we got them remastered here on the PS4. Classic games. All the God of Wars. Uh, on, on, on PS3 and PS2. Even though we got a remaster. That's cool. But just the mere fact um, that we're getting games from these classics. From PS1, 2, 3, 4. We're able to play this. If they do that whole PlayStation Now cloud bullshit and you have to pay for it. That's going to be BS. I don't want that. I want what Xbox is going to be offering to their fan base. What they're offering is, hey, you can play all these Xbox games on the Xbox. Majority of them. I, I want to say all of them because we still got some Xbox games that's not on this ba- on that that's not on that backwards capability list yet. But shit, about a year, 2022, I'm pretty sure damn near every Xbox game is gonna be on that list and it's gonna be ready to go. So if PlayStation can uh, learn from that and do the same thing and not half-ass it. That's going to keep PlayStation in the top tier. And something else PlayStation going to have to do is they're going to have to uh, find some type of way to really kind of implement their way into mobile. They've been kind of doing it a little bit. It's a game um, on the PS4. I can't think of the name of the game. Uh, it's only two months. I can't think of the name. It's a party game on the PS4 to where you play with like it's like a couch co-op play with a bunch of friends they have their mobile phones they answer some questions and you have to answer the question on your phone little things like that is cool and that's kind of sneaking their way into the mobile gaming but they need to kind of strategically do it kind of how nintendo is doing it nintendo been kind of strategically doing it back with mario run uh back with mario go-kart on the mobiles um with uh, 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 uh animal crossing on the mobile Pokemon Go on the mobile. This other Pokemon game that's on the mobile is actually really fun. Um, those type of strategic moves puts Nintendo in a very unique spot in gaming. Because not only that, hey, I'm playing with one of my favorite Nintendo classic characters on my phone, but I can go and play with them on the console as well. And that console is even on the go. That's a very chess play move. Even though Nintendo don't have the best graphics or whatever, but still for the mere fact, if I don't have a Switch, I can still play with, uh, you know, one of my favorite characters on my mobile device, Pokemon and Mario. Nintendo, uh, uh, PlayStation need to do that. They need to kind of learn from that. And if PlayStation have the load time down pack like they said he is and I think they will do with this new SSD and backwards capability all across all platforms old PlayStation games and strategically sneak their way into mobile gaming dealing with the cloud also tied in with that and allow cross platform play I know they're going to do that but if they don't do that I won't be shocked because PlayStation, take a take a step back. PlayStation has been the ones that's been kind of blocking the uh, cross-platform play with everybody else. 
on Rocket League and other games and whatnot. A lot of a lot of reports saying, hey, Xbox is open for it, Nintendo is open for it, PlayStation is the only ones that's not really open for it. Yeah, you need to fix that PlayStation. So those are gonna be key things that's gonna keep PlayStation in the top tier. Now, each the console is still gonna sell, don't get me wrong. But I'm just pointing out I'm pointing out key factors that's gonna make the PS5 juggernaut and what's gonna make it uh still the top tier gaming console uh that's gonna be unique and if they do something like cross-platform and let me tell you something a big twist if nintendo and playstation can work together on a game let's just say i throw you two i throw you two twists Let's just say they can work together on the game, on a new EP, and it's available. It's available for both platforms, and it's cross-platform. Also, let's say you buy if people that have the Switch, you it's a, a brand new EP, new character, and they keep this character running. I'm talking about a new character that's gonna ha- that's gonna have this foundation of a Mario, of a Crash Bandicoot. I'm talking about a really genuine Nintendo, PlayStation, cross-character, cross-character game. So, if you you buy this game on Nintendo, and you buy this game on PlayStation, cross-platform, play against Nintendo, or play with Nintendo, whatever, and it's from from these two, that's going to be an ace. uh, Ace move. In the gaming, uh, in the gaming generation. Look, this is something else I kind of, kind of predicted. Saying years to come, they may do something like that. Uh, if you go back to the 2017 podcast with Fred Freeze, uh, shout to Fred Freeze and Liddell Sosa. If you go back to those old podcasts in 2017, we've been, we, we've kind of, kind of thought about that. Hey, like, like, what if? this and this and the uh the gaming pimps 2020 remember we, we had that podcast go back to these classic podcasts where i was talking about hey what if like we start seeing like the games start to kind of work together to start bringing out uh, uh newer games or newer consoles or whatnot that's gonna be amazing so let's jump into the idea what if these two work on a brand new ep it's only available for those two consoles. That'll be uh, Ace of Spades. And let's just say, what if they don't work on a, on a brand new EP? They just keep the characters that they already got. Let's just say PlayStation um, choose their own uh, top top flight character. Let's just say they choose God of War. You can play with God of War in the Super Smash Brothers as a special character or something. Just something that Nintendo and, and, and PlayStation may be working on. What if they do something like that? That'll be an Ace of Spade move. Also, because you see those two working together, and it's only available for those two consoles. And then you turn back around and you see Xbox working together with Google, or working together with uh, someone else, or it could be vice versa. Xbox working working with with PlayStation, but I doubt if they do that. They're probably working together on the cloud, which we know they are. But on talking about on a gaming series, because those two are the big competitors. Those two are kind of going out against each other. Um, but 
What if we was to see something like that? Nintendo would still have the strategic move and still have the heads up because they've already did that with mobile. Nintendo is always ahead, man. No matter what no one say or no matter how hard I criticize Nintendo, I have to respect Nintendo. And I take my hats off to Nintendo. They're always like steps ahead. Even though, no, they don't have the hardcore games. Even though we're getting hardcore games like Resident Evil on the Switch. They're they're learning from their past mistakes with third-party games. So even though they don't have the best graphics or whatever. But, and you know, they don't have the baddest hardware. But they're always kind of like strategically steps ahead. Working with the mobile platform, uh, uh, innovating technology for us with the Wii and, you know, how to use the, with the non-tucks. That was amazing back in the day. Uh, now the Switch, you can take it on the go with you. That's amazing. Uh, even with the Wii U, you know what I'm saying? You had the tablet on the, you had the tablet slash controller and you couldn't like necessarily take it on the go, but you can kind of take it. Uh, you know, probably like 60 feet away or whatever from the console and still play your game. Though That is innovative moves. They, they've been doing that since forever. So you got to take your hats off and you got to respect Nintendo for a lot of the things they do. Cause they, they always kind of been a little step ahead of the gaming industry, if you think about it. And for them to, on that course, uh, PlayStation did it with Vita, you know, handheld gaming or whatever. But they didn't do it as well as Nintendo. Uh, Xbox, no, they didn't do handheld, but they're jumping into the mobile area with the whole cloud thing. But Nintendo been doing, handling the whole cross-platforming, jumping into the mobile before cloud experience came about. Mario Run been on the mobile platform before xbox cloud gaming i mean it, it just been there it, it's, it's been there and and handheld let's not even talk about handheld nintendo has been dominating handheld gaming for the past decade now dx advanced game boy advanced color uh, uh xl <laughs> 2d 3 3d 3dx whatever they've been dominating handheld platforming for the longest so Nintendo again has always been kind of ahead of the of a couple of steps of gaming anyway. But that's something I just wanted to get out my chest and just you mean kind of just brainstorming and thinking about, man. And my prediction is I think probably probably in the near future, man, like 2040 or sometime, we're gonna see games to where these gaming platforms is gonna be working together. And again, I, we spoke about this on a podcast on the big segment of the shows back in 2017, where we was talking about a lot of these companies working together for us, like, you know, with AI getting into gaming and, and being able to control your console, like all that stuff is slowly, gradually coming about, but we were just kind of future-proofing uh, everything, kind of making like 2022 predictions, 2020 predictions or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And of course, not everything we're saying is going to probably come true. But mm, it's a lot of technology that's coming down the pipeline, man. It's going to be pretty awesome, man. And uh, for the mere fact that, you know what I'm saying, if PS5 can release early, 
that Xbox X, that'd be great, man. But there's something on my mind I had to come in here and speak about, freshly thinking about it. And we got some leaks of the back of the Xbox X. Uh, I guess I say Xbox Series X. I hate that name. Like, you already got an Xbox X. Why come out with another Xbox X, but you call it Xbox Series X? Uh, I, I really, I don't, I really hate that name because that's gonna really confuse the hell out of customers and uh, salesmen. Hey, we got the new Xbox X. I mean, Series X on sale, and the customers are gonna be coming there shopping for their kids or whatever, and be like, hey, let me get the, the new Xbox X. They're gonna probably get the old Xbox X, and it won't be the Series X. So I feel like they really should have thought about that before they released that. Uh, but they should have, honestly, they should have kept it scarlet. I would have kept it scarlet uh, and dropped the Series X. But um, also something I was reading that new game that's on the PS5 that's coming out. Uh, that game has been in the works um, maybe for about a year now, and that's not even using like the true power of the ps5 whoa really <laughs> when i read that i was like oh shit man so that's not even using the true power of the ps5 imagine uh what these games are going to truly look like we're not gonna first of all we're not gonna see these games full potential until 2022 maybe maybe mid 2021 that's where we're gonna see the true potential of the next generation consoles but just remember, folks, when these next generation consoles first launch, this goes for both of them, PS5 and Xbox Series X. When these consoles first come out, these games at launch, this that's just the beginning. You won't see the full potential of these next generation consoles until the mid of 2021 or maybe 2022. So just be aware of that. Like, oh man, this is not this 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 is it looks good, but it's not a big improvement over the PS4. Give it some time. It's always like that on all of the consoles releases and whatnot. It's always been like that. Even with PS4 when it first came out, I mean it was okay. We was like, oh, this is a big step up from PS3, but we feel like they can do better. And then we started to kind of gradually come down to the next year, mid next year. Whoa, these games look really good. And we always get to the point to like, okay, these games can't look no better than this. How far can they go? And they end up looking better than that. So it's, it, honestly, I think it's an eye trick. <laughs> these, these games and televisions are playing tricks on our eyes. Because when we swear up and down when the PS3 first came out, it can't get no better than this. PS4 come out, is way better than that. PS4 graphics now look like, uh, it looks good. But your eyes is kind of used to it. And it's like, uh... It looks good, but you can't get no better than that. PS5 and Xbox X series, we see these games, man. It's like, wow. How far can the graphics go? That's that's the unknown question. And I think that's, that's going to be a topic I'd definitely be kind of touching on a lot this year. Is how far can these graphics go? Like, when will be the end of graphics? Like, I think that's like one of the first things someone think of when you think of the next generation. I'm talking about Xbox and PlayStation. That's the first thing you think of, graphics. Okay, so when is when will be the end, the done of graphics? That's the big question. 
And I don't know when we're going to really see that. I think that's the unknown question because these graphics get better and better and better and better. And I think it's a, a trick on the eye. Especially if we got these 8K TVs now. It's a trick on the eye. These TVs looking good and they somehow uh, ups, upscale the games and make the games look better. So, I mean, you know, it's how better can they get? That's the big question. Um, I think that's really all I had to come in here and speak about, man. It's some more stuff. Um, that, that I, I always came in here and spoke about the Pokemon. Oh, wait a minute. The pushbacks. The Cyberpunk 2020. The game. I, I was about to do a full podcast uh, the other day when I, was, when I told y'all what's up with all these games being pushed back. I was about to do a full podcast, but my homie pulled up and we hopped in the studio and I was like, it's time for me to go. I'll be right back. And look, let me talk about that. We got Cyberpunk 2077 about pushed back all the way to September. That sucks, man. That when I when I, I was reading that, and that's when I was like, let me let me let me let me say something on the podcast, man. I, that really hurts because we can all April. April is gonna be a. It's still gonna be a great month because we still got Resident Evil. Let me knock on some wood. I don't have any wood to knock on, but we got Resident Evil Three. We still got Resident Evil Three coming out of April. I hope they don't push that back. Really hope they don't push that back. We got Final Fantasy uh, being pushed back. We got Last of Us 2 being pushed back already. They may push it back again. I don't even want to speak on that. We got Cyberpunk 20, 2077 being pushed back to September. I don't even want to say any say any more about that. They may push it back again. Hell. Um, what the game? It was, it was another game that got pushed back. If I'm not mistaken, Watch Dogs got pushed back too. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, it actually did. Yeah, it actually did. Because Watch Dogs supposed to have been came out. The new Watch Dogs game supposed to have been that came out. But they pushed it back again. And who knows? They may push it back again. So, I don't know, man. I'm really disappointed that we get all these games being pushed back. Now, again, if these games are being pushed back because of bugs in the game and, you know what I'm saying... You just the developers just not satisfied with it, then I can respect that. But if they're kind of like pushing back for some other reason, then yeah, I'm pissed. But I mean, for for one, the one game that need to be pushed back is games like uh, Assassin's Creed. When Assassin's Creed first come out, they be shitty on bugs, man. They have some of the worst bugs think i spoke about this on my assassin creed full review make sure you check that out i spoke about this on assassin creed full review every assassin creed that i ever had and i had i i, I had the, the one in egypt the recent odyssey um three um shit black flag all of those i have some more but those are the recent ones i know for a fact that i had all of those when they first came out was buggy as shit man and odyssey was the best assassin creed but it was buggy i'm talking about i was sending reports back to ubisoft like crazy that i probably got on their nerves like i was sending them screenshots videos like look this game is, is this is this, you should not even release this game is this buggy who is in the department working on these games because are they sleep on break or what? These games do not need to be released this buggy. So if you if, if they're pushing these games back for those reasons to work on these bugs, 
oh yeah do that keep that shit in in, in the lab until you fix those bugs now this new assassin creed that we're supposed to be getting this year in 2020 with the whole uh viking era i really hope they i really really hope they fix the bugs because every assassin creed when it first comes out they be buggies i don't know what man that is one game i can say get it but wait until you wait before you get it like give it a couple give it three months maybe and, and until you read articles and say hey we pushed out multiple updates and then you go and get it because when it first comes out that game has so many bugs man i'm very disappointed in that game i love the game but not when it first come out and i got odyssey when it first came out and i was highly disappointed highly disappointed i'm talking about hot <laughs> the game crashed on me in the middle of boss fights I'm Egypt the gaming the one in Egypt did the same thing in the middle of a boss fight and it just freezes and just turns off like I was hot so Assassin's Creed the one that's coming out 2020 Ubisoft I really need y'all to work on that man really need y'all to work on that uh, so if all these games are getting pushed back for those reasons I can respect that but um let me see it was something else man y'all know we rock man off top of the dome you feel me so Something else I wanted to come in and speak about, man. So much be going on in gaming. Maybe being a one-man show. You feel me? I just kind of had to come in and get it while I can. You feel me? Um, February is coming up. Uh, so, you know, if, if you don't hear from me uh, sooner or later here, make sure you check out the February weekday drops. Weekend drops also. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm most definitely being here every month, man. I'll be here every month talking about gaming. I don't care if i have to give you a big breakdown on something but just know i will return just know that we out folks and i'm gonna try my best to be back here for these last two weeks of january um but stay tuned man and game on folks that new pokemon dlc go get it <laughs>
but touching on the screen trying to play a game like Kingdom Hearts I can see it but personally I have problems with those but if they can fix that controller that's pretty that's that's pretty dope Uh, I can see that happening and not only I can see that happening is other RPG games making its way to mobile like it's a lot of things mobile's gotta gotta kinda create uh, to kinda continue to get better but um, I can see Kingdom Hearts playing on mobile now let's get into cross platform a great idea what they need to do is have these universe kinda start to entwine with another like be able to see someone that's playing on the console if it's if it's in the same universe as Kingdom Hearts feel what I'm going now so have these universes intertwine create like a battle like like a battle match to where you can fight someone on the mobile platforms like you go to a place you create your you know not necessarily create your character but have your character main character sword or whatever game you're going to kind of go down that route spin off with have these games intertwine with each, with each other the console and mobile or man that, that'd be dope so I can see them going down that route I got my attention I had to come back in here and uh, speak on that but y'all know we rock, man. Scrap the dog, man. I'll be back for some more. Here's the devil everywhere. We out. Game on. What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Main, and this is the weekday drop. Listen, man. I'm a podcast driver at the same time, but uh, I hope you can understand what I'm talking about. It's a hype month for gaming, man. February, we are hearing more rumors about the PS5. Look, I'm going to go deep into a PS5 talks. I'm going to go deep into we not going to get a Nintendo Switch Pro. I'm going to go deep into these topics of gaming, man. The new Xbox is dropping way after the PS5. Maybe the PS5 may drop before the new Xbox, but if it do... I'm going to go deep into it. So you don't want to miss this, man. Look, I'm going to be talking about a lot of stuff. We got Cyberpunk 2077 got pushed back. Why? Man, it's when the game's getting pushed back, man. Last of Us 2 uh, pushed back. Uh, Final Fantasy pushed back. Hopefully the Resident Evil don't get pushed back because that's a classic. That's a banger. Got to get that one. Listen, man. Stay tuned. Weekday drop, baby. Tomorrow, this is February the 1st, man. There's much more I'll be going into details and talking about. You don't want to miss it. And look, man, we got these articles and everything on the show and everything that's going to be hot. You know what I'm be talking about in February, man? Dope month for gaming, trust me. February! Nigga, we talking about reveal on the PS5, man. Hold up, man, I'll be back. <laughs> Weekday drop, baby. Game on!